Okay, here we go. Broadcasting live, this is KMA Talk Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With your hosts, Honest Abe and Adam K. the Brewmeister. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kmatalkradio.com. I like to smoke them like some Winston Libertarians, lovers of the leaf, everyone out there in the radio land, welcome to another exciting edition of KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in lovely West Palm Beach, Florida. I am the Adam K. the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the producer we can afford only. <laughs> with me, of course. Is Paul the producer. Uh, of course, it should be with uh, Abe as well, but yes. uh, he uh, had he a little bit of a mishap. He's on assignment somewhere. Oh, we're calling it assignment? He's on assignment. He's sick. <laughs> yeah, he's on assignment, finding out the best ways to uh, get over not feeling well. <laughs> I kind of gave him a hard time. I was like, well, all right, well, when you... I, I didn't say this, but I was going to say to him, well, when you man up, you can uh, come and do the show. A lot of people going to get hurt. <laughs> uh, that's that's the, a truer statement has never been said. That is most definitely sure. But he's he's really not feeling well, so we're we're here alone. It's just me and you. It's weird having a close-up camera on you. You can really see uh, that you didn't sleep last night. I'm not going to lie. I never look well, okay? <laughs> this is a thing we've been over many times. I oh, don't, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my I, God, oh, my God. I don't photograph well. I don't. You don't video up. well? I don't video well. I think you look this exactly. Is why I, this is why I've worked in radio for so many years. I think you look exactly the same on the camera as you do in person. You just look very tired today. I don't you feel want, tired. You want to talk about it? Abe's not here, so I can I can kind of rack your brain a little bit and kind of get a little bit more information out of you. This is not how we make good content, Paul. <laughs> people want to know, dude. I don't think they do. I'm telling you, I'm sure the Facebook people want to know what you did last night. Let's all right. Let's just do that. What did you do last night that, that you didn't? <laughs> I, I, I went home. I smoked a cigar. I watched some television, and then I went to bed. You didn't like go out? No. What time did you get home? I got back at like nine. I got home at nine. I, I worked till eight, eight thirty, and then you just didn't do anything basically the rest of the night. No. <laughs> so why are you so tired? I'm. I'm not. I feel very refreshed. I feel fine. <laughs> I just. I've had bags under my eyes since I was twelve. I I know, but you know, you look a little tired. But all right, whatever. Yeah. So we had a we had a little bit of a crazy week last week. Uh, we uh, I left the show and went right to Disney World. But you guys had and the no annual one, Memorial right. Day. And how was your barbecue. time at Disney? It was great, man. Listen, I, it was hot. Like not even like a little bit hot. I mean, it was probably a hundred degrees while we were there, mm -hmm. and it was a little tough for the baby, I think. But we we stripped him down to his diaper right away. I, I saw a photo of you and Axel in the pool. Oh, yeah, we went to the pool at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Mm -hmm. He got to stay there. He loves animals, so he's pointing at the end. He was on the balcony the whole time. We probably had, like, a 50-foot balcony because we had a two-bedroom villa. Mm -hmm. So my family stayed on one side. We stayed on the other. There's a communal – there's a living room, a kitchen, three bathrooms. It was an awesome hotel room. We were only there for the night, but it was uh, it was good. And then we went uh, to my parents' house, to their mm -hmm. Florida home, and hung out there in the pool as well. It was great. We had a good time. 
Okay. How was the barbecue, the company barbecue? That The first time since I've been here, I haven't gone. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> what a conversationalist. Yeah. It, it was a barbecue. I had some beers. People uh, did the spicy chicken wing eating contest. Yeah, that was I was excited about. Yeah. Uh, there was definitely some snot running down people's faces. Did and, anybody uh, throw up? Uh, a couple people did, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, see, I didn't hear that. Then there's yeah. no pictures of this. Well, I'm sure I, Brian I has video. Uh, Brian wasn't even there. Oh, Brian couldn't go? No. Oh, no. Yeah, he, so now uh, there's he no video. Uh, there is a video. There was a collage made. Okay, that so I can somebody has something. Somebody has somebody. Some people have some things. Okay. I don't know who these people are, because I obviously don't take photos, <laughs> so I didn't, and uh, so I obviously didn't do that, but uh, I will. I have one thing I can show you that I know of. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll take a look at that. Yeah. But all right. Every week here at KMA Talk Radio, we love to give wonderful things away. Our good friends over at Zycar have the Zycar <laughs> poll of the week. Last week we asked you, what is your feelings about the Game of Thrones finale? Amazingly, 50% of you said you didn't watch it. I guess we should stop talking about Game of Thrones then, huh? Our, we are not a Game of Thrones audience, apparently. I mean, I don't watch it either. I didn't. I have You've no never watched an episode? I watched two episodes a long time ago when there were only like two seasons. And, and it was too confusing, right? And I had like I got through the second episode, and I'm like, I have no idea who any of these people are, what any right. of their names are, or what the hell is going on, or why I care. So I'm out. Exactly. I I've heard that it's like homework. I, I've never watched an episode. Maybe someday I will because it sounds like a show I would like. But I I got enough stuff going on in my life, man. I don't exactly. need more homework. I don't need to do dictate this much time to watching a <laughs> random television show that people were upset about the ending for well so 50 percent i that i can't believe yeah i find that interesting but hey that's our audience we now know who our audience is and we will have to dictate more to them well 31 percent said it was just all right right so some people watched yes but more than half or at least half of our audience did not watch it yes so uh yeah anyway that's we'll, we'll move on to the new to the winner. <laughs> All right, this week we're going to ask you on the on this week's poll if you'd like to win a uh, congratulations to Jordan Stoner who won last week's prize. If you'd like to win a Zykar Turismo lighter, that's in really Matt his Black. name, by the way, okay. Jordan Stoner. He must have had a good time in college. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> how do you watch? Listen to KMA Talk Radio. I listen on FMAM Radio. I watched on Facebook Live. I listen to it on iTunes. Or I watch it on kmatalkradio.com. This is just me being curious, because I want to know how we get to the majority of our listeners. Out of, unbeknownst to us, Facebook Live became huge, right? Mm -hmm. So when we we were doing Periscope when I first started here, mm -hmm. and then we started doing Facebook Live, but it really... Well, there, it was, was, just, no, there was no Facebook Live in the beginning. At the time, yeah. yeah. So, I, it, but it has become what I think might be our, our greatest medium right now, and we're on in six markets, so... Mm -hmm. That on, on FM and AM radio. So I, I would just like to know. So if for nothing else, this is, uh, you know, just for me. So hook a brother up. Yeah. <laughs> Do it for Paul, people. Yeah. Do it for Paul. Yeah. Anyway, our good friend over uh, Scott Weeks and the guys over at Recluse Cigars have the Recluse Caption Contest. Every week, congratulations to Craig Reddings of Reddings, Pencil R Craig Richards of Reading, Pennsylvania. He took home last week's five-pack of I Recluse Cigars. I think you had cigars. it right. Reading. I think it's pronounced Reading, even though it's spelled Reading. Yeah, I know. I we thought that after I said it, and I was like, I know that's Redding. We'll, we'll ask our first guest, because I think he's actually from uh, Pennsylvania, from Scranton. Oh. Yeah. So I'll uh, I'll ask him. Head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page and... Uh, Let me post the picture. Put your best photo on, well, a guy riding in a boat on a road. On a trailer. On a trailer. Down a road. So not only is this illegal, I'm yes. pretty sure... And I think that's on 95, uh -huh. the major highway down here. Well, it's not like I haven't seen like the guy in the back of the yard maintenance truck just sitting on top of the yard maintenance, 
like in the big trucks. Oh, that's got, true. That's true. You see that all the time. Or I think one time I even saw two guys like literally just sitting on the top flat, laying on the top of a <laughs> like a like pallets or something, just in the back yeah, of a truck. And on the back of a truck, yeah, just driving down the street. And I'm like, really, guys, you doing this? Like, okay, <laughs> I guess if you got to do it, you got to do it. But uh, where we're going, we don't need roads. Quite dangerous. Yeah, you got a pretty smile, boy. Absolutely. Uh, so so check be- out the KMA uh, Talk Radio Facebook page for that. And you could win a five-pack of Recluse Cigars from our good buddy Scott Weeks and the people over at Recluse. Who we need to speak to soon. I, we haven't had him on. There's there's some stuff going on over there that we need to talk to him about. So Oh, there is? Yeah. A good news. Oh? There's always good news with Scott. I just like talking to him. Oh, He's absolutely. fun. Scott's fun. Uh, yes, Michael P. Capolini of Toscano Cigars will be here for our Meet Your Maker segment. And David Boucher of Sailfish Brewing Company is going to be here. We're going to talk about beer. Do you have a bromance with David? Uh, we've well, only met twice. And? That's well, not enough? It's love at first sight, I've heard. I don't think that's a thing. Really? Yeah. Oh, we need to talk about this on the break. All right. Well, so, uh, as you know, Abe is out sick. He's probably watching, and he'll probably be commenting uh, if he can. He's mm-hmm. He's pretty ill this morning, so we wish him well. And uh, we're going to have some great guests on today. Coop will be calling in as well. We and we'll see what's Coop going on in the news. Uh, so a lot of great IPCPR stuff is probably happening. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, sure everybody's yeah. in that mode. It's Luckily, you're wonderful. not. Oh, no, definitely not. Don't want to go. <laughs> Don't want to do it. Not going to do it. Not going to happen. All right, well, that gonna... calls for a beer. Damn, Ooh, yeah. damn right. That'll well happen played, today. Colin. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk to Michael P. Capolini of Toscano Cigars. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Experience the new Henry Clay Warhawk, a robust and complex cigar that's inspired by the rebellious roots of Henry Clay. The first of a three-part series honoring the life of the great statesman, this cigar is made with the best tobaccos grown and hand-rolled by the Grupo de Maestros at La Flor de Copen in Honduras. And it's not your typical Connecticut. This is a Henry Clay. Stand up, be different, and smoke a Warhawk. Surgeon General Warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer to the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Hello, this is Glenn Case, owner of Christoph Cigars. There's nothing more important to me than family. That's why I treasure the moments with my wife, Terry, and our son, Christopher, a.k.a. Christoph. When we have those rare moments to talk about life, there's nothing better than smoking Kristoff to enhance our time together. For Terry, it's our Kristoff Sweet Tip Cuban Selection. For Chris, our Sumatra. And for me, our original Maduro. 
Enhance your family time with Christoph Cigars. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Serie V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva. An unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut Sun-Grown or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Introducing the H. Upman Connecticut Grupo de Maestro, a redefined Connecticut that exhibits a fuller and deeper flavor, combining over 200 years of cigar making and refinement. The Grupo de Maestros, a brotherhood of master blenders, inspired to create a new definition of a time-honored legend. This collaborative H. Upman features a robust blend of luscious filler, including a layer of specially cultivated Pilotico tobacco or an incomparable rich complexity. The H. Upman Grupo de Maestros defined heritage, redefined Connecticut. Want to be in the know and lift your cigar game? Join the Monte Cristo Social Club and stay connected with the latest cigar news. Discover events near you and see what's trending. The Monte Cristo Social Club is a place to stay connected to get the inside scoop and feel like an industry insider. Members can look forward to exclusive members-only benefits, special discounts, and details on how to gain VIP access to some of the most extravagant cigar events. New members receive an exclusive gift just for signing up. The Monte Cristo Social Club. Get in the know. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Oh, welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in lovely West Palm Beach, Florida. I am Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, today, Paul, the producer. I'm going to stay on this zoomed-in shot of you all day. People don't get to see your... What color are your eyes? Are they blue? Yeah. Oh, they don't get to see your baby blues enough, man. Okay. (laughs) Uh, All right. I'm sure they're all appreciating that. Uh... With me, of course, Paul, the producer. Giannis Dave is on assignment today. And, uh, <laughs> on assignment to his bed. Yes. Hopefully doing well. We wish him the best. We haven't heard from him, so who knows? I mean, I, 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 I'm sure he's fine. He's probably fine. Yeah. He'll be fine. We'll just say that. Yeah. He'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be okay. Uh, for those of you stating we have no right channel, guess what? I don't have one either. It's all left, and I don't know what's going on. It's only on Facebook. It, it won't affect the, uh, the on-air radio, but if you're watching... Most people watch on their phone or their iPad anyway, so they can't tell the difference. Okay. Right? Sure. Unless they're a professional engineer like you or I. Well, yeah, but I'm not an engineer. Mm-hmm. I pretend to be. Yeah. I played one on uh, on TV once. I was about to make that exact same joke, so thank you for stealing my It's thunder. actually a true story. I really did. But it was not a TV. It was, a, um, it was an industrial shoot. Ah. but And yeah. I didn't have a speaking line. Okay. <laughs> there were no craft services either. Great uh, story, Terrible Paul. gig, man. Great story. Anyway, it's time for what we consider to be our favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, 
and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. This week, KMA Talk Radio is pleased to welcome a Mike the Peak Apollonian Toscano cigar. The cigar whose genesis is shrouded in mystery. Legend has it that tobacco piles were left outside for drying, rained on, and then dried again in the sun, and thus fermenting in the drying process. The cigars made from this tobacco would later create Toscano cigars. Michael, welcome to uh, KMA Talk Radio. Thank you very much. Appreciate you guys for having me today. Absolutely. So, you're the national sales manager. Toscano cigars. That's the, not what I wrote in there. It's not. <laughs> He's the national brand national ambassador. Brand ambassador. Band amb- sorry. I saw that, read it earlier, then <laughs> flew by, put two other things together. I'm telling you, you didn't get enough sleep last night. <laughs> That's the case every day. So I want to start with the the rumor mm-hmm. or 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 the legend, I guess it is, sure. of the cigars. Is this like? Is there any way of telling that this is a true story? Because this t- apparently happened back in what the 1800s. Yeah, so it was 1815. So personally, I can't tell you whether it happened or not. <laughs> but uh, right. yes, that is that is the legend that happened. We had harvested a bunch of the tobacco uh, in right outside of Florence on Duke Ferdinand under Duke Ferdinand's watch, and a massive rainstorm came in. You know, a hot August day as it as tobacco. it does typically That's in correct. Florence, right? That, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, so that was and hence born. You know, the whole story about that is essentially after the tobacco was soaked, they were trying to figure out how to make it pliable. Uh, they let it sit in the sun for uh, anywhere from ten to to fifteen days. As that happened, the neighbors actually started to complain about the stink of the tobacco <laughs> because it became so so potent. Right. Uh, and long story short, uh, they came up with an idea to go ahead and drape the tobacco over a barn, uh, inside a barn over a bunch of strings okay. with, the, with the wood on fire underneath it, hence born Kentucky, Tennessee, seed, Toscano, fire-cured tobacco. Oh. Yeah. See, there you go. So essentially what started as an absolute disaster became one of the strongest brands in the world. It's I, I never heard that story. I mean, I, I honestly, I have smoked these mm-hmm. because my family, I'm, we're Italian, oh, and okay. my, my uncles, my great uncles all smoked Toscanos. Of course. So, of course. That, I mean, that's what I knew as a cigar. Absolutely. Um, except for my grandfather, who used to smoke uh, uh, Romeo and Julietas, but he, but everybody else smoked these. So, I'm very familiar with them. I have only smoked them once, but it was my first cigar. No kidding. A Toscano was my first cigar. No kidding. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. Here in the United States. Here in the United States. Wow. Yeah. You don't hear that often, that Toscano is your first cigar. I was not, I was not of smoking age. <laughs> so I I uh, grabbed it and uh, yeah nice well it's been three years I want to say now that Toscano has been making a bigger push correct. in the United States market that's correct now but they've wh- been here for a but they've a been while he- right? yes it's been but how long has it actually been a brand so I mean in the that's US? ultimately we started three years ago through Miami Cigar Company yeah. distri- they're our distributor mm-hmm. and they're awesome um, but before that I mean Toscano there were a bunch of different little distributors mostly up in the northeast that were pushing the product Yeah, because in new york we had toscano yeah. cigar. okay yeah. i thought i was like wow did i get caught in a lie i absolutely remember these cigars no, absolutely, okay 100 yeah. in okay. the northeast yes, but they but never had national distribution correct. right okay correct. i see that's correct okay. so yeah the past three years we've been really pushing uh the national distribution via miami cigar company mm-hmm. and you know it's my job to kind of tell the story so which is a, a story in itself yes because adam i don't know if you looked at the notes about michael but he has i mean Maybe in a in a great way because it's refreshing to the industry. But you you didn't start in this industry at all. No. So you I, I just just a quick. I mean, I looked at your LinkedIn because that's what I do. I stalk people. Okay. But just just to give a, a broad range of what you did, you started out in politics. Yes. So you were 
an intern for the U.S. House of Representatives, the U.S. Senate, later the Pennsylvania House of Representatives. Yes. Then you were a real estate agent for a couple of years. That's because my mother owned her own real estate company. Uh, ah, you know, okay. and it, it was always good to fall back on, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then... And do you keep, li- keep your license up to date? Uh, actually, it was in escrow. I have to... I hope my mom's not watching or listening. I have to go <laughs> check to see if it has expired or not. Uh-oh. Because if it does, I have to retake... I mean, it's not a big deal. Right. But. Then, wait, that's not it, though, Adam. Mm-hmm. Then he comes to our world, and he worked at CBS Radio. That's correct. For a couple of years in Pennsylvania? Yeah, in, in Philadelphia. Okay. And then... He worked for a technology company. Is yeah. that I couldn't understand. I really didn't know what that company yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. So a technology company doing what sales and yeah, doing sales of uh, hardware and software. Yep. Okay. How the hell did you find your way to Toscano Cigars? Well, it's it's funny. So <laughs> and because you grew up in Scranton, I right? did. I did. I grew, grew up in Scranton, and that's actually why I came to to find this job. Uh, essentially, uh, for those of you who don't know, Parodi, Avanti, and Dinobili are made up in Scranton. Mm-hmm. Have been for years. Yep. Um, so in 2015, Toscano, Manifattore Sigaro Toscano, or Toscano Cigars, actually acquired Parodi Avanti and Dinovoli. When they did that, they sent over one of their great employees, Luciano Simeone. By the way, he's probably ecstatic that I just mentioned his name. <laughs> hey, he's, Luciano. Yeah, he's, he's, he's probably happy about that. <laughs> he, um, he took over as COO <laughs> of, of that company. And long story short, okay. while he and I met once crossing... And then we became friends, and he was just kind of just a, randomly at yeah, like what, just, like at a bar or something, or no? Uh, so I, I'm really involved with the national, ta- the Italian American community. Okay, um, I was governor of Pennsylvania for Unico National, okay, one of our districts in Pennsylvania. Oh wow! So Unico is the largest Italian American service organization, mm-hmm. and he was actually at an event there, and he and I just started talking there. <laughs> God, this has to be three over four years ago, probably okay. maybe five. And uh, long story short, just kind of bloomed from there and became friends, and yeah. then. Yeah. One day he just comes to you and he's like, "Hey, yeah, got an idea for you." Pretty much, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Were you a cigar smoker before? Uh, to be honest with you, uh, I really wasn't a huge cigar smoker beforehand. Um, my first cigar actually wasn't a Toscano; it was an Avanti. Okay. Yeah, and he said uh, an Avanti. Well, you gotta so, go. Gotta go with the hometown brand. Yeah. Well, and again, if you think about it too, like essentially why we had those type of cigars in the United States, the Italian immigrants became nostalgic for a similar cigar to Toscano. Mm-hmm. So Avanti Prodi and Dinobili was born. So. Uh, you know, that was actually one of my first cigars. And then I started getting into the more of the Cuban, Nicaraguan cigars. And then at the end of the day, you know, it wasn't something that I did every single day. And now it's it's just become such a passion of mine now. Right. Uh, especially our brand, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but, yeah, no, it's it's just, it's it really was by coincidence. And, you know, everybody says things happen for a reason. 100% this happened for a reason. I mean, what a career change, too, yeah. going into a, this completely different industry. Right, and it is unlike any other industry in the world, we will find. And we're going to f- hear about Michael's experiences so far in the industry right here on KMA Talk Radio. A lot more to come. Don't forget, David from Sailfish Brewing Company is going to be here when we come back. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Hey, Kimasabi. Dan Blunt here for Alec Bradley Cigars. Do you really want to hear another cigar ad that talks about wrappers and fillers and binders and aging and ratings? Blah, blah, blah. Tell you what, pick up an Alec Bradley cigar. Smoke it. Enjoy it. Spend an hour with it and you'll be one happy camper. That's all you need to know. We'll talk to you again real soon. 
Follow the legend to Nicaragua. The Monte Cristo Nicaragua series is the latest addition to the extraordinary legacy of Monte Cristo. Blended in Nicaragua, the balance of this cigar is undeniable. And now it's been awarded a top 10 cigar of 2018 by Cigar Aficionado. This exquisite and complex 100 Perfect Puro uses only the best tobacco, combining body and flavor for a stellar appearance. A unique smoking experience that is now a top 10 cigar of the year. Monte Cristo Nicaragua. Two legends coming together to create one legend cigar. Tobacco legend Julio Aroa and his son, Justo Aroa, bring back the authentic Corojo and Aladino cigars. A true Cuban puro, giving homage to original vintage Vitolas. Aladino cigars are also available in a dark, rich Maduro wrapper. JRE Tobacco has an unwavering commitment for consistency and quality. Experience our commitment to excellence in any one of our three lines. The Aladino, the Rancho Luna, and the Tatascan. Light up a JRE cigar today. Visit JREtobacco.com. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade-A fillers and a beautiful silky-shade-grown Habano wrapper. From the legendary Jalapa Valley, producing small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-bodied cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. CLE Cigar Company presents CLE Cigars, Eroa Cigars, and Asylum Cigars. With four generations and over 120 years of experience in tobacco, from seed to smoke, these cigars are produced in Honduras and Nicaragua with the utmost care and precision possible. CLE Cigar Company introduces a vast array of tobaccos in various sizes to bring the highest quality of premium tobacco direct for your enjoyment. Visit CLECigars.com for more information. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too! Yes, it's mandatory. Well, welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live, I am Adam K, the brewmaster. With me, of course, Paul, the producer. Hey, hey, hey. Honest Abe is on assignment. 
<laughs> and we are in the middle of our Meet Your Maker segment today, here with uh, Michael P. Capellini of Toscano Cigars. Michael, thanks for being here. Again, thank you guys. Absolutely. Have you ever had one of these cigars? Yeah. Oh, have, you have? Yeah. I okay. Have I was given them by uh, Hector a couple, uh, three years ago when they started distributing by, by Miami. Yeah. Oh, very yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. I was with, with Hector yesterday, actually. Good guy. Good guy. Get nice and close to that mic, sir. Don't be afraid of it. He's getting too relaxed with us. I am. That's the problem. He's comfortable. Now I'm comfortable. So how often do you get to go? So we were just talking during the break that I was, uh, for my honeymoon, as everybody knows, I'm sure on the show, because I've talked about it, I got to go to- Yeah, I got to go to Rome. (laughs) I I was my first time (laughs) to Italy. So my grandmother, before she died, said that you better go. Sure. And uh, I went to Rome, and then we went up to Tuscany. We stayed you know, at a working winery and did that whole thing, went to Florence for a day. So how often do you get to go over there? Because is, is everything based in Florence or Tuscany or wh- where? That's a great question. So all of our product is made in Italy. Even though we use some American tobacco from right. Tennessee, mm-hmm. we, we actually ship that to, to Italy for final rolling, aging, and then we import it back to the United States. Okay. So all of, all of Toscano products are made in Italy. Um, our factory where we make the long format cigars, which would be the Toscano Antico, Classico, 1492, Originale, uh, Modigliani, Antica Riserva, Extra Vecchio, and or Modigliani. Uh, those are made in our Luca factory. Okay. Some handmade, some not handmade. Uh, then the all of the short format cigars are aromatic, not flavored aromatic cigars that we have are made down in Cava di Terreni, which is outside of Napoli. Are they purposely separated because the the yeah i mean the process is the same but it's just it, it, it makes more sense to do the aromatic ones in a different location well i was gonna say aromatic. if you're doing the aromatic ones in the same factory as you're doing regular ones will the will the regular ones be affected by the aromatics or probably uh, not? I, I mean again so that's when you let's let's take it from a, a more simplistic standpoint when you have toscano aromatic cigars in your humidor uh-huh. you don't want to put them you want to have them in a closed-off box or a different a different compartment because then you don't want the aromatics to seep into the the other cigars that you have. Huh. So it, so to answer your question, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I would imagine so. Right. If the humidor. So Adam, does that mean that I should put like the acids that I have in a different? I have a couple of humidors. Should I have those in a separate humidor? Is that yes. the same thing? Yes. Wow. That's I should know. Very I'm, much so. Okay. Yeah. I should do that. There is crossover, and you can get crossover and contamination you know. of flavors, especially on those big bold, you know, cigars that are aromatically infused and have those things like that. I think by coincidence, the, the blondies that I have mm-hmm. for when ladies come over, yeah. those are those are all in a separate humidor because mm-hmm. I, for whatever strange reason, I popped a, a bunch of them in there. But okay, well, that's good to know. Yeah. Good job, Paul. Yeah. Good job. You did it without even trying. I know. Well, it's just talent. <laughs> well, that, so that's pretty cool. So yeah. now we were also talking on the break that mm-hmm. the manufacturing is different for the for different cigars. Yes. What cigars are the hand rolled cigars? What cigars are machine made? What what's the difference between the the brands? Sure. So, uh I'll start with the fact that, you know what? I'm you can hold them one. up. I yeah, was yeah. just going to say I'm going to open one up. So, yeah. I'm holding right now the Toscano Classico. Mm-hmm. I actually have a picture of that box too randomly yeah. on our computer. There you go. So, it's up on the screen. It's actually <laughs> one of my favorite cigars to smoke to be honest with you. Good Toscano job, Paul. Paul is so proud of himself with his Googling abilities and ability to I'm the king of my them. castle. I am the king of my oh, castle. God. So these are these are what if somebody said a Toscano cigar, this is this is the quintessential Toscano this cigar. Is what, that they this would is think what the of. long format Toscano cigar looks like. Right. Mm-hmm. Um And is it a, considered a cheroot, Adam? Uh I'm gonna say no. No. But it's no. it's similar at least in the in the look of in it. In the appearance, mm-hmm. yeah, in the in the appearance. However, you know, you have to understand too, when when we talk about Toscano cigars. People say it's ugly. 
I don't like using the word ugly. I like to use rustic. Yeah. You know, that's a good yeah, word. natural, yeah. mm-hmm. natural, you know, um, people are afraid to smoke it because they look at it and they're like, there's no way that that's going to be a good cigar. Mm-hmm. There's just no way. And then you start smoking and realize, oh, wow, this is a premium tobacco cigar. Why why does it look the way it looks? I mean, obviously the ferment the fermentation process the fer- wrinkles yeah. the leaves, I'm yeah. assuming. And and then also you have to understand too, back in the day when that accident happened that turned out to be, you know, what Toscano is today, this was the easiest way to the most pliable way to make the cigar at that point. So essentially when after after we um fire cure and and ferment our tobacco, the tobacco leaf is actually very stretchy. It's almost okay. like elastic mm-hmm. because of the process itself. So that that was able to, you know, the cigar shape that we have now is pretty much the, the most pliable way, the easiest way to roll the cigar. Okay. Yeah. So, but uh, wait, we were talking about something else. What was the other question you asked me? We were talking about... The difference between machine-made and handmade. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. By the way, I tend to lose my train of thought all the time, so... Just, welcome to our world. Yes, I can imagine. <laughs> I, walk, um, I, walk, I walk around all day going, uh, why did I come to this area? I don't know why. I forgot. Oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, some of the our, our one of our most popular cigars here in the United States that we have that is hand rolled is the Toscano Originale. The Originale is this same exact uh, recipe as it as the first cigar rolled in 1815. So it's got an American wrapper with Italian and American medium fill, a mixture of Italian and American medium fill. Okay. Um, the cigar itself actually in 2016 won the Cigar Trophy Award for best medium fill. The, the, original. the Toscano Originale. Okay. Yeah. So it's a really powerful smoke, and although it's very powerful, it's still very smooth and and, and, and silky. Um, the rest of our cigars, they, 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 to be honest with you, they appear to be hand-rolled, if you look at them. Right. Um, but some of them are machine-rolled. This is actually, the Toscano Classico actually is machine-rolled. Oh, it is? It is. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, so the reason being is because our, our devices that we have that roll the cigars mm-hmm. actually mimic the exact motions of our cigar rollers down to the millimeter. So do you have one of the originales to show the difference between I the two? I don't, but on break, I have a, uh, I have a, uh, brochure that okay. I can show you because it shows the, shows a little bit different. Essentially it looks just like this. The originale looks just like this. A little bit fatter. It's like a 40 ring gauge okay. instead of like the, you know, because Toscano cigars too, even though they're, some of these are machine rolled, each Toscano tells its own story. Right. You right. know, because none is the same exact shape, size, et, et cetera. But I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll, I'll get that brochure so you guys can kind of take a look at it too and I'll show it into this. Is, this camera's on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so. the, and the, the other thing about the Originale is that I, in the boxes that you sell, yeah. What, is there a human? There is. What? What's tell it? Talk about that because that's yeah. a unique looking box. I've yeah. seen those before. Yeah. So okay. So essentially, the other. Uh, that's a great point. It's a segue into our cigar too. Toscano cigars, uh, because of the fire curing process, don't necessarily need strong humidification. Okay. So you can keep them in your car for for weeks without them. You know, don't put them in the direct sunlight, but you sealed can keep them in the box, correct? Or, just... or, or even even if like you know, because each one of our long formats is is sealed in the right. Uh, so like that, yeah, the the plastic wrap. So you can keep them in your in your glove box, and and they're they'll they'll be fine for weeks. If they get too dry, you can put them back in the humid the humidor for you know between sixty five and seventy percent humidity, and you're okay. good to go. Um, but the the box itself for the originale, I love because. It's 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 a it's a leather box. It's a wood box. Right. The top is leather, really nice leather. Right. And on the on the back, there's a removable humidification little hum- humidifier. Okay. Yeah. So you can use that for Toscano cigars, and you can also use it for other cigars too. 
So it's a great giveaway to somebody for Christmas, and and the price point on them is great too. So it's a great giveaway for Christmas, for birthdays, etc. What is that? What is that? A box of those retail for? So uh, it's, approximately, yeah, we won't they're, hold you to right, it. Right, right. They're they're between six and seven dollars a stick. Okay. So it's it's really not, and they come in um, boxes of thirty. So excellent. But yeah, they're 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 <laughs> you know, and again, the whole the. The initial, the initial look at Toscano scares people, like I said earlier. But take, it, for example, Clint Eastwood. The story of Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. He, he smoked Toscano Antico and all of the spaghetti westerns. Oh, I didn't know that that's why he was smoking. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And in fact, I have the book. I'll grab the book, too, on our break so you could show it's in our Toscano Cigars book. Oh, okay. Yeah, we had a, histori- a historian do it and, and stuff like that. So apparently Sergio Leone was a uh, big Toscano smoker. Huh. And that's how that whole story came to came to play that he wanted Clint to smoke the the uh now the Clint Toscano. didn't smoke the full cigar no he, well again I wasn't there it looks like he had cut it in half mm-hmm. so that's which something is normal. we should talk about too do we do we have time or should we go to the we can do that in the next half we can okay. take a short little break <laughs> yeah. well because that's something reset. I remember when Absolutely. people when people are smoking these types of cigars they uh, they cut them in half Absolutely which yeah, is that's a great story to tell too so Absolutely and we'll get a great story here more when we come back here on KMA Talk Radio keep it lit you're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too! Yes, it's mandatory. Hi, this is Nish Patel from Rocky Patel Premium Cigars. I want to introduce you guys out to our Old World Reserve Corojo made in a Honduran facility. What a beautiful medium-bodied cigar. When you light it up, it's got a gorgeous white ash, and you get that sweetness from that delicious Corojo wrapper, a little bit of spice, and a lot of nuttiness. Go to your local brick and mortar, check out the Old World Reserve Corojo. You will not be disappointed. Again, what a delicious cigar. For hundreds of years, the indigenous people of the Dominican Republic took tobacco and rolled it tightly into palm leaves. These long cylinders of tobacco, called yagua, created different, unique, robust flavors and aromas, and that original tobacco is now, for the first time, featured in La Aurora Dominican DNA. Full-bodied, robust, spicy, and elegant, La Aurora Dominican DNA is a return to the roots of Dominican cigar making that only La Aurora can provide. Look to the lion. La Aurora Cigars, king of the pride since 1903. Looking for something unique and awesome? Smoke Oscar Valdaris Cigars. 2012 Connecticut. 2012 Corojo. 2012 Maduro. The Oscar Habano. The Oscar Maduro. My Way. And our latest creation, Oscar Valdaris Cicerone Edition. A great cigar that comes in five different collectible boxes with an amazing exclusive artwork. Remember, Oscar has something unique and awesome waiting for you. Ask for Oscar Cigars in your favorite cigar shop. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust and its master ligador, Steve Saka, is crafting the very finest cigars available today. One such brand is his Mi Carida, a robust, extremely flavorful liga compromised of rich Nicaraguan leaf hand-rolled in a 100% naturally fermented, heavily broadleaf capa. Earthy and dense, with a long-lasting, slightly dirty finish, Mi Carida is delightfully lush and full-bodied on the palate, offering an extremely satisfying experience for the most passionate of cigar smokers. Ask your tobacconist for Mi Carida today to affinity and beyond 
That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way, taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen, they happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per the person's taken care of. Insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Baker and Zimmerman, defending the injured. 800-866-LAWS. Want to be in the know and lift your cigar game? Join the Monte Cristo Social Club and stay connected with the latest cigar news. Discover events near you and see what's trending. The Monte Cristo Social Club is a place to stay connected to get the inside scoop and feel like an industry insider. Members can look forward to exclusive members-only benefits, special discounts, and details on how to gain VIP access to some of the most extravagant cigar events. New members receive an exclusive gift just for signing up. The Monte Cristo Social Club. Get in the know. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in West Palm Beach, Florida. I'm Adam Kate Brewmeister on this, the 1st of June. 601 day. Yes, it is. 601 day. <laughs> Shout out to our boys over at 601, the Espinosa crew. That's what all the Espinosa guys are posting today on Facebook. You wouldn't know because you're not on Facebook because you think you're better than that, I think. I don't think I'm better than that. I just don't think it's. I need the time wasting in my life. It's not time wasting. It's keeping up to date. Like I was just telling you about Steve Saka posting about his new blend. The and brulee. If I you wouldn't have known about that. You would not have known about well, that if it, when, if it weren't for me on Facebook. You need no, to be on Facebook. When there's a press release that goes out and our good buddy Coop gets the press release and then he posts it, then I'll find out about it. Or when the sales representative says, hey, this is coming in now. Would you like to order it? Rumor-free, teaser-free. I don't know if it's actually going to be sold on the market yet. So Coop wouldn't uh, talk about it because it's a rumor. Sacalicious. That's fine. We can do that. <laughs> anyway, we're here with our special guest today, Michael Capellini of Toscano Cigars. Michael, once again, thanks for being here. Again, thank you guys. Absolutely. Happy to be here. So, you know, before we went to break, we teased about the fact that people are using these to cut. They cut them in half, and yes. you almost can use them as two different cigars. Correct. And the other thing with Toscano is you can doesn't matter which end you light, because it's just do it whatever you need. That's correct. And where did the whole cutting it in half come from? Yeah, so uh, that's a great story, too. It actually happened during the war. Mm -hmm. So, uh, obviously, before the war happened, there was a high demand. Mm -hmm. then the, big, the big war? Which war are we talking about? So, really both. Okay. Um, we'll concentrate, actually, on, on World War II. Uh, and then rations started to happen when all the men went to, to, uh, to war, mm -hmm. and the demand came down. But then when the war ended, and they came back, the... 
demand grew even higher. So in order to keep up with that, since the cigar rollers weren't able to to keep up with that demand, they started to cut the cigars that they already had rolled in half. And, oh, and really? Sell them that way, yeah. Pretty incredible. Interesting. Because you you just showed us a picture of uh, Clint Eastwood yes. smoking a Toscano cigar. Let's see, can they, can yeah, I can see it, it right there. It's perfect oh, yeah. right there. Yeah. And. Uh, he so he I'm assuming that that's cut in half. It looks like yeah, and that's what we were discussing too. Again, I <clears throat> I was there, so I I can't tell you, but that 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 would be my assumption. I mean, I think that's what I remember. Now, this was not a paid half. partnership with Clint Eastwood in any part. No, of it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> he just voluntarily not. was. This is what he was doing during spaghetti westerns. Yeah, that's pretty. Listen, and again, I didn't write the book, so ah. <laughs> but how long how long has the book been out? So they just wrote this book. Uh, the the major release was about. Less than a year ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so actually it was it was pretty neat. We did an event uh, in, in New York City with Nat Sherman, and the author of the book came. Oh. And he signed books, and obviously he's from Italy, so he came, and we, we had a, it was a great event. It was awesome. So he was there to kind of talk a little bit more about the book itself. Hold the cover of the book up so people can see it, because mm-hmm. that's... So this is... It's available for purchase? People can buy it? Yep, yep. Um, there is... It's, it's from Rizzoli in New York, but okay. you can find it on Amazon, I believe, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the Rizzoli website will be R I Z Z O L I uh, New York. You can huh, find it oh. there too. Yeah, very cool. So, so as the national brand ambassador, you're probably putting in a lot of mileage. A little bit. Uh, little bit. How, how many how many places have you been so far this year? Well, I looked. And what's at, your travel schedule look like? Yeah, I looked at my Hilton Honors thing the other day, and according to Hilton, I've already been in in the past year or so over 54 cities. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's almost that's more than one a week. Yeah, it, I, and again, it, it, it's great too because this job also allows me time to do my administrative work when I need to do it mm. too. So, but I, you know, as much as the traveling, it, it's a lot. I'm I'm so fortunate to have this position um, to get out and meet so many great uh, retailers and then our end consumers too. It's just, and when people hear the story, they're absolutely shocked about Toscano because again, it's not something most American. Cigar smokers are going to reach for this over a Cuban or you know a Nicaraguan cigar. It's right. just, it's just not. That's so you and he's a. I don't know if you know this, Adam, but he's a young guy. He's younger than both of us. So he and you're you're not married. I'm not married, but I have a, a girlfriend. Okay. So what does she think about the travel schedule? We always like to talk to well, the guys about that. You know, mm-hmm. that's a discussion to be had. <laughs> um, no, she's very supportive. She, she doesn't travel for work. She does not. She's okay. actually a teacher. She oh, teaches oh. Spanish up in Scranton. Oh, so, perfect. Yeah, at, at West Scranton. Oh, so that's where you're based out of. That's where I'm based out of. Okay. Yeah. But again, I, I could be based out of Florida if I had to be. Right. Because no, you this, could be this anywhere. Job just, yeah, just, you could be based out of Antarctica if you needed to. I'd like to be based out of Italy, but that's another discussion. Well, I was going to say, what, that's the question. Why don't you base yourself out of Italy? No, because all my work is here in the United States. <laughs> I love the little Italian music. I love it. The little segue in. Yeah, no, all of my work is here in the United States. So when you get When you go over to Europe, do you get to take her with you? Uh, the option is there, but unfortunately, whenever we do, whenever I have meetings, she's got to teach. Like she's got to teach. Ah, oh, man. Yeah. But it'll be fun. You know, coming along uh, in the summer when she has a little bit more time, she'll be able to travel with me a little bit. And, you know, um, she's she's excited for that. So, yeah, that's that's great. Yeah. Oh, darn. She's got the summer off and she has to travel. Isn't that terrible? That's awful. It's terrible. I know. Terrible. It's, it's, it's absolutely but terrible. But I can't talk because I do it all year long. Exactly. <laughs> so off topic mm-hmm. for a minute, because you and I would probably Scranton yeah. now. Somebody like me, I'm from the tri-state area, so I, I knew of Scranton before, sure. but what do people that live in Scranton feel about the office and, and the, the notoriety that it's brought to the... Because it's not necessarily a good... Uh, well, I, sh- I should say this. It's, it's, it's uh, portrayed as a more simple 
uh, place, kind of industrial, kind of... Um, I, I don't know if it's the paints Scranton in the best light possible. And is so, there a poor Richards? Right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, let me take it step by step. Yeah, I yeah, am please. a diehard, diehard Office fan. I uh, love The Office. It's a great show. I man. watch, I, I'm probably on my 15th time watching it. I do the same. To, yeah, Netflix mm-hmm. is great because you yeah. can keep watching. It's a show you can always watch. That's correct. Even when I'm doing something in the house or even in the yard, I'll put it on my, my Bluetooth yeah. speaker and I'll just Absolutely. listen to it. And 100%. I just laugh every time. Yes. There you go. It. Yep. That was okay, my ringtone so for a while. By the so way. you do like the I office. love it. I love it. The way it portrays Scrantonians, I don't know if I'm 100% behind. Because okay. ultimately Scranton really is a, uh, and I can guarantee all the guys at Miami Cigar Company and even in Italy that are listening are making fun of me right now. Because I always, <laughs> I always tout Scranton. It's a beautiful place to live, great place to raise a family. There's a lot to do. Uh, it's within you know two hours of Philadelphia. It's within two hours of New York City. So you can actually enjoy the city life while still living mm-hmm. in, in, in Pennsylvania itself. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, like the average Joe that lives in somebody that grew up in Scranton their whole life, their family's from Scranton. Do they like the attention? Cause people go, I mean, yeah, people go there, right? Yeah. Just to say they're in Scranton. Sure. I mean, I go everywhere I go. Oh, Scranton, the office, you know, we have a big, <laughs> we have a big, uh, outside of the Italian festival that we have in my hometown of Jessup called the Festa de Chedi. We have in Scranton, right at the courthouse, we have a massive Italian festival where it's, you know, it's a lot of vendors and music and stuff like right. that. And whenever I walk around, people literally stop me all the time. Hey, where can I find Dunder Mifflin? Oh, no. <laughs> and I tell them, go down that street about a mile and a half to the left. There's like an empty field down there. So that's where I tell them to go. <laughs> so that building doesn't exist. So that exist building there. doesn't exist. No. no, it does not. But there are a lot of references um, when it comes to, you know, like you, you were talking about Poor Richards, poor Richards and, yeah. and Coopers and stuff like that. Yeah. There are there are establishments that, that exist. There's there. a Poor Richards? No, to be honest with you, I'm going to be embarrassed. And I'm sorry for those of you from Scranton watching. I don't know if there's a Poor Richards okay. or not. I think there is. Uh, and I can't wait to get bombarded with text messages well, and, if there and calls is, later. If, if anybody's listening that's on uh, that that that's from Scranton or knows for sure, let us know. Oh well, this person Carl says he's from Hazleton, yep. Pennsylvania. I just saw that. Just so, um, because we would do a remote from there, right? From Poor Richards. Yeah, man, that'd, oh, that'd be, be so cool. cool. That would be cool. That would be awesome. I don't uh, think Abe would get it because I'm not sure that he watched no. The Office. Yeah, I, I think it might go over his head and like. The worst part is, like, I ran into a guy in the airport the other day who was wearing the, the Michael Scott Race for the Cure t-shirt. <laughs> and, like, I, I showed it to, like, I four, I loved it, showed it to four different people. Like, I had to take a picture of the guy. I'm like, do you get this reference? They're like, no, what is it? I'm like, really? It's the oh best my. episode. Are you serious? Nobody got the reference. And I'm like, Michael hits Meredith with his car. <laughs> and then they have to go on the fun run. And they have this really long thing. For rabies. It doesn't get for rabies. <laughs> 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 and it was, and no one got it. And I'm like, thank you. At least finally I'm with people who get the references I'm trying to make here. You That's have to work in an office to really, or have worked in a similar environment to that to really appreciate I don't know if there's a similar it. environment to Michael Scott's office, let's be honest. But. I was close. Yeah. when I Yeah, when I worked for a minor league baseball team, it was it was very, very close. Like, I, I, I loved uh, Office Space, the movie. Okay. Because yeah. that was totally my life. Right. Um, right. But, yeah, I, I, I think that you have to work in an office to really kind of appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um. Which, fortunately, you don't have to now. No. 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 <laughs> so do you have any events coming up in the near future where, or where you're going to be or things you're doing? in the? Yeah. Up? So actually, next week, I have, uh, without looking at my schedule, because I know there's quite a few, I have one in Connecticut, then I have one in North Carolina, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, there's quite a few coming up in New England, and obviously with IPCPR coming up, there's there's all kinds of things going on, so... 
you know, it's 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 an exciting time for Toscano to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Outside of my travel schedule, it's an exciting time because we've closed quite a few large partnerships mm-hmm. uh, with different companies. One of them being Illy Coffee. Uh, you know, nothing really goes better with Illy Coffee than a, a, Tos- a Toscanello, which is one of our aromatic cigars. They're the short format cigars that we have. Uh, they're aromatic; they're not flavored. So essentially, when you when you when you smoke a Toscan- Toscanello, you're not going to get a real sweet sweet flavor in your mouth. You're going to have the delicious flavor of our fire cured tobacco and the aroma around you is going to be that of whatever you're smoking so it's it's it's, it's more like pipe tobacco than it is anything else right, right. it's very enjoyable um and i have illy coffee we were saying in my freezer now yep. maybe i'll do an espresso <clears throat> stephanie's working tonight mm. i'll do an espresso i'll have uh, a toscano cigar it'll there be perfect yeah, yeah. I, I i i believe you should that that's that's a great idea and then we also have a couple different partnerships too with a different uh, a chocolate company. Actually, they have it's Gertrude Hawk out of Scranton. They actually have uh, we're finalizing that, but I use their coffee beans uh, at all of my their dark chocolate covered roasted oh, coffee beans okay. at all of my events. And when you pair it with the Toscano Classico, which I had there, and and you you do a retro on it, you actually get it's almost like a, a smoked s'more. Oh, it's absolutely delicious. Yeah. Interesting. And the oak wood that we use, because in Italy we fire cure our tobacco with oak, mm-hmm. and here in the United States we fire cure with hickory. So there's a big, you know, there's a jump in, in flavor profile and everything there too. So that's the, the oak, the oakiness really brings that delicious uh, light smoke flavor to the to the, the, cho- the espresso bean and the chocolate itself. Yeah, that's actually, that sounds like a good pairing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Sounds like a great time. Yeah. Well, well, cool. Michael, thank you for being here. We were up against the break. You're off the hot seat, but feel free to stick around. All right. We're going to have a lot There'll of great be some stuff going. Nice. There will be beer. We're going to talk to Coop when we come back. We'll see what's going on in the news this week. And so many more wonderful things. We'll have to find out who's in a cigar in St. Asylum this week. All here on KMA Talk Radio. Brought to you in part by our good friends over at Warhawk. Keep it lit. <laughs> You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. We've got some exciting things coming soon to our favorite gentlemen's club, the world-famous Spearmint Rhino in West Palm Beach. Join them on June 14th for their 14th anniversary and glow party. There will be an open bar from 8 p.m. until 10 p.m., and they're raffling off a free bar, bar tab and a black card membership. Rum Shark Shack is now at Rhino and brought in an incredible new menu. As always, they have a one-pound New York strip special for just $14.95 every day until 10 p.m. Whether lunchtime or late night, they'll be sure to keep you entertained. Lights, camera, action. Real Clips Barbershop brings you all that is good about old-school barbershops in a new cinematic-themed environment. Whether you need a traditional cut, fade, blowout, or even a straight razor hot towel shave, our master barbers will get you right. All while enjoying iconic scenes from some of your favorite movies. Right from our video screens built into the mirrors. Visit RealClipsBarbershop.com. That's real, R-E-E-L, ClipsBarbershop.com for a location near you or to make an appointment. After one visit, we know you'll be back. Keep it lit with KMA Talk Radio. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. I like this. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio Broadcasting Live. I'm Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Paul, the producer. Hey, hey, hey. And uh, our meet your maker, Michael Capellini, sitting in with us. Michael, oh, thanks yeah, for uh, hanging out. Coop is on the line. We're going to see now what's going on. The Scoop with Coop. Hey, yo, what's my theme music? The Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. Yo, Coop. 
Koopaloop, what is going on this week? Good morning. Hey, so we got a lot of news coming uh, from the cigar industry as we're now four weeks out from IPCPR. Ugh. Oh, boy. I can tell because four I can't book out. anybody those the two weeks, the week before and the week after the show. It's been very difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're actually not podcasting those weeks either for the same reason. It's it's just impossible. Are you, Coop, do you ever go? To the show? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I've gone. This is going to be my 10th year in a row I'm going. Oh, so you're definitely but, going this year. Yeah, but but it's impossible to like broadcast from there. It, it's it's very complicated and expensive. Um, and thank you, union just, workers. And, <laughs> yeah, 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 and and the cost on top of getting people to come to your interview table, um, it, it's just not wor- It's just not set up for like that. And they don't have the time, I'm assuming. And mm-hmm. and you know they're they're worried about talking to to other you know to retailers and other manufacturers and whatnot. But you you have in the past though done like a, a an impromptu Facebook live from like Saka's booth before, right? Yeah, we uh, we, do a few, we we don't do a lot of interviews actually, but we've done a few of these uh, Facebook lives and, and recorded a few interviews. Uh, Bear Duplissy, who's one of the co-hosts who works with me, yep, uh, he's we covering the show with me. Yeah, um, so we we do select interviews. We're not one of the media brands that's going to be having a camera going to a hundred booths. Um, you know, there's just guys who do that better. So we're focused more on the written word and the and the product coverage that way. Mm-hmm. And you do do you do reviews of cigars that are premiered there, or do you wait None. for them to actually come out? We wait for them to actually come out. Okay. Um, because of the conditions of those cigars. Now they're important for us to get those samples because they give us an idea of what what to expect. But also, it's it's not fair to review a lot of those cigars either. Um, they're just not stored under these same uh, surroundings like the cigars I get the rest of the year, um, especially they're out in the desert or they're, you know, they're being transported back and forth. So it's not really fair to do those reviews, which is why, uh, but it's important for us to know what these products are going to be about. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. So what's, uh, what have people been putting out in the news this week? Well, uh, there was some news out of Espinosa, and I, I know everyone heard of the Dojo uh, Psychedelic uh, um, release, but um, there actually was another piece of news that kind of um, that kind of slid under the radar, and there is a new size of the Espinosa wasabi about to hit the stores right now. Yeah, um, the uh, Corona. Yeah, a Corona, a five by forty six Corona. Now, the original wasabi was a box pressed uh, robusto, um, but um, this one is uh, this is a rounded one right now. Um, and it's what everyone, if Wasabi folks aren't familiar with Wasabi, it is uh, a Candela release right now. They originally released that as a lounge exclusive cigar a few years ago. And then last year, they kind of took it into what I would say is a ongoing limited production. And the new Corona size um, is going to be the same thing, ongoing limited production. Good price point for the cigar. six ninety nine for cigar and a 10-count box, sixty nine ninety nine. So, um, you know, it's not, a, it's not a very expensive proposition. So, Are Candelas uh, cheaper to make? For some reason, or not, not necessarily. Yeah, okay. I I like them. I I have, and I've had that cigar specifically. That's I really enjoyed that cigar. So I I'll be smoking the Corona just just to smoke it because that's probably all I could get my hands on anyway. If it's a, if that's the new one out, that's usually what you see because they disappear after a while. Yeah, and you know, Candela is not. It, most of Candela is very popular around St. Patrick's Day, obviously, but it, it tends to be. They still tend to be more limited quantities. It's not. I find that factories don't have an endless supply of Candela out there. 
So they tend to make them in limited quantities if they produce them throughout the year, like Espinosa does. Well, because there's a market for them, but it's small, I think. I think people still smoke them, but not, you know, not all cigar smokers are Candela smokers. Yeah, yeah, true, very true. And the one, uh, but everyone seems to want to always, even if they're not a Candela smoker, when these Candelas come out, particularly in March, they all want them. They all right. want to smoke them, yeah. Got to try it. All right, so what else we got going on, Coop? Um, big news out of Crowned Heads this week. Uh, they announced their uh, new release called La Coalition. Um, this is a project being done with uh, Willie Herrera and Drew Estate. So, you know, Crown Heads for a long time, they've, they've worked with um, Ernesto Perez Cuyo Jr.'s Tabacalera La Alianza Factory or the Garcia family's My Father's Cigar Factory. Last year they started um, doing some limited releases with Drew Estate. The most popular one was the Ohio, um, the Ohio State exclusive Buckeye Land. Um, but now La Coalition is going to be a full-blown regular um, line that's coming out there, which is the first new Crown Heads regular line in almost two years. Because last year they did a bunch of limiteds. Um, this is going to feature a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, Sumatra binder, and fillers from Nicaragua and the Dominican Republic. It's going to come in four sizes. Pricing is going to be from ten ninety five to fourteen ninety five. So I kind of would expect this to be a cigar a lot of people are going to be interested in getting at the trade show this year. Well, that's a, probably I would not be surprised by that. A couple of big name hitters in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. What uh, what else we got going on? Um, Miami Cigar Company made a big announcement this week. They're bringing back the Don Lino Africa. Um, you know, I've so known about this for like three years. Really? Yeah. Like, but you weren't allowed to talk about it? Well, no, I just was, was waiting for them to actually finally make the formal announcement. So this is one of those they did as part of the predicate things that they knew they were eventually going to have to bring it back. So, yeah. They've been talking yeah, about actually, I knew that part, too, but I didn't know the hook with this was that they're working, that A.J. Fernandez is now doing the blend for it. Uh-huh. See, that's the thing. They were working on that part of it. Yeah. So, you know, now A.J. is, uh, it's another brand that A.J. is going to have a stamp on, um, and... This is actually, it's, I think this is still a different blend than the original Don Lino Africa from what I did research, even <laughs> though this is probably still a predicate blend, right? Uh, it features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a, uh African Cameroon binder, and a combination of uh, Dominican Peloto, Ometepe, Jalapa, and Esteli from Nicaragua. It's going to be in four box press sizes. It's going to ship in September. So oh. when they say African Cameroon wrapper... <laughs> That's going to be every time we say African. Is is it is it tobacco actually from Africa? Yeah. Yeah. Is it is it seeds from Africa or do they actually grow it in Africa and source it from there? <laughs> Colin. <laughs> well, that, that, that's the second part of the question. Oh, uh, yeah. But the answer is both. <laughs> oh, both. really? Okay. Yeah. Um so th- yes, there is uh some tobaccos that are sourced directly from Africa and there are other the Cameroon seeds are grown in the western hemisphere. Um to the time, it's all just kind of put under the umbrella of Cameroon. Okay. Well, I was just in Africa because I was at Disney's <laughs> Animal. I was at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So <laughs> you totally did, have... did that purposefully. I did it on purpose because I wanted to hear. It's one of my favorite songs. Uh... You know what? You know what's cool is if you see the the graphic they did. It's kind of like a graphic you could put on a. It, uh, like a t-shirt or something. Like really? A, like oh. a souvenir out of Animal Kingdom. It's a cool, like, they have the African animals on there. 
Uh, it's, it's it's actually a really nice logo they have for it. Um, but yeah, yeah. But I, but the reason why I say I think the blend changed is because originally that was Cameroon in the filler, from what I had, I had done some research on. Ah, Coop so, finding the differences, finding yeah. out the differences. So what do you got coming up this week on cigar-coop.com? Oh, uh, we're going to be re- reviewing the Vilga La Meridana, which is a new line that they have come out with. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that, as well as the Davidoff Florida Sun Grown Cigar is going to be reviewed. Oh, all right. Interesting. Uh, did you pick this one up while you were down here at the Florida Barn Smoker? You know what's funny? Actually, yes and no. Um, I did pick it up, but I'd already the review was already written. Ah. So, uh, so you could kind of get a little sense where that's going. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Very good. All right. Yep. Make sure, Coop, thanks a lot. We will talk to you next week. Well, Sounds actually, we good. won't because we'll be off. So we'll talk to are you, you soon. Go, are you going to be in North Carolina with Abe? Uh, no. As of now, oh. I don't think anybody's going to North Carolina. Yeah. I don't oh, think really? Abe is going to be able okay. to go. Yeah. We'll, we'll, keep right. you, we'll keep you in the loop, though. Okay. Take care. <laughs> all right. Make check, sure you bye. check out cigar-coop.com for the latest news, information, and high-quality reviews uh, over there at cigar-coop.com. Teaser-free and rumor-free. Absolutely. He loves using that because all these guys post rumors and teasers and... He's not. He's not about that, man. He's about real hardcore. Give me the facts. facts. Give me the facts. (laughs) Give me the facts. All right. I like a rumor now and then. Going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk to David from Selfish Brewing Company. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Hey, this is Clay from La Plena Cigar Company. My likes and dislikes: long walks in the park, old school gangster films, wrestling grizzly bears with Abe. Dislikes, smelly feet, flight attendants with an attitude, and Friday afternoon traffic. What I know you will like is the La Polina family of fine cigars, such as Mr. Sam, Bronze Label, and our highly rated classic series. But let's not forget the limited edition Goldie. Quality forever. La Polina Cigars. Placencia Cigars has been one of the world's leading growers of first-class tobacco since 1865. Today, Nestor Placencia Sr., together with the fifth generation of the Placencia family, continued the legacy. With over 3,000 acres of quality tobacco fields, they are makers of quality cigars, including Alma Fuerte, ranked among the top 10 cigars in major publications. Find them in your local premium tobacconist stores around the country. Placencia Cigars, perfected for more than 150 years. Yours to enjoy now. Hello, this is Glenn Case, owner of Christoph Cigars. There's nothing more important to me than family. That's why I treasure the moments with my wife, Terry, and our son, Christopher, a.k.a. Christoph. When we have those rare moments to talk about life, there's nothing better than smoking Christoph to enhance our time together. For Terry, it's our Christoph Sweet Tip Cuban Selection. For Chris, our Sumatra. And for me, our original Maduro. Enhance your family time with Christoph Cigars. Ventura Cigar Company is a boutique cigar brand born in sunny Southern California. Ventura Cigar Company is on a mission to create memorable, complex cigar blends that excite the senses and reward discriminating palates. Experience the Cigar Aficionado number 13 Cigar of the Year. The archetype, Axis Mundi. Rise up, step up, look up, fire up, and leave compromise behind with Ventura Cigar Company. Check them out online at VenturaCigar.com. Make your next bold journey an epic one. When it comes to cigars, only one brand delivers intense, unforgettable experiences. Camacho. In continuing this fearless tradition, Camacho brings you the newest addition to its arsenal of badass. The new Camacho BXP. 
intense, box-pressed, and crafted with rugged American broadleaf fillers from Pennsylvania. Available in Connecticut, Corojo, and Ecuador. Outfit your next bold journey with the new Camacho BXP. Want to be in the know and lift your cigar game? Join the Monte Cristo Social Club and stay connected with the latest cigar news. Discover events near you and see what's trending. The Monte Cristo Social Club is the place to stay connected to get the inside scoop and feel like an industry insider. Members can look forward to exclusive members-only benefits, special discounts, and details on how to gain VIP access to some of the most extravagant cigar events. New members receive an exclusive gift just for signing up. The Monte Cristo Social Club. Get in the know. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade, a true Drew experience. Bold and complex. That is the new Romeo San Andres by Romeo Lieta. Using the very best San Andres wrapper leaf available in the market, Rafael Nadal and AJ Fernandez collaborated together to create a new standard among San Andres cigars. Medium to full-bodied, this cigar is bountiful in both flavor and aroma. Available nationally for the first time, Romeo San Andres is a cigar you do not want to miss. Make sure to get one today at your local tobacconist. Romeo San Andres by Romeo Lieta. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live, I'm Adam K. the Brewmeister. Look how excited you get. With me, of course, Paul, the producer. When there's beer, Adam gets so excited. Well, it's uh, it's the nectar of the gods. How do you know? <laughs> uh, we are uh, now joined by David from uh, Sailfish Brewing Company. David, thanks for being here, man. Yeah, morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, for those who don't know, give a little background on Sailfish as a company. Yeah, no problem. So, we, um, you know, the idea came about about seven and a half years ago. Um, been in operation a little over six years at this point. Um, but really, and when my you know partners and I, and Nick and, and Mike and myself, kind of wanted to get something going uh, at the time, access to craft beer in South Florida was not a very prevalent thing seven years ago. No, so even five years ago. Yes. Uh, so, um, yeah, that was our biggest thing is we wanted to bring you know craft local craft Florida beer to Flor- South Florida, and our biggest thing was wanting to um really focus on actually making a Florida style of a craft beer, not just, you know, craft beer. And um, so basically we got going about uh, six years ago, um, searched from Vero to Stewart, knowing that we wanted to capture that Treasure Coast area, uh, settled on a spot in downtown Fort Pierce. And then, you know, from there started off on a one and a half barrel Blickman system, uh, brewing until three in the morning, you know, still maintaining our day jobs. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So that was a, a long process, and, and we just couldn't make enough beer. So eventually, honestly, a few months after that, we bought a three-barrel system, uh, and that was able to allow us to start actually making enough just for the tap room. A little bit of distribution went to the Treasure Coast, Southern Eagle. And then um, about three years ago, we bought the um, JC, old J.C. Penney's in downtown Fort Pierce, 25,000-square-foot building. 
uh, bought a 20-barrel DME system uh, and basically moved all of our operations over to this facility, new facility. Um, and then we opened up a new tap room in front of that facility, too. So. Which is a lovely tap room, by the way. If you yeah, haven't thanks. been, make sure you're, next time you're in Fort Pierce, you stop by downtown Fort Pierce. You can't miss it. It's like the anchor of the downtown Main Street. No, it's in a great spot across mm-hmm. from the marina, and you said just an anchor of downtown. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have the pizza kitchen in there a few months ago too, which is cranking, Ooh. doing great. So yeah, beer, pizza, can't go wrong. Yeah, well, that calls for a beer. Which funny thing, you know, that's one of those things we haven't talked about because that actually has its own register and is its own LLC, if I'm not, or corporation, if I'm going to have to guess. That correctly. is correct. Yeah, so we actually sublease that space out to. Um, what actually is local in the area, Big Apple Pizza, mm. and just a little background, the Van Duzer family, uh, Scott Van Duzer and his son, um, you know, they've owned the Big Apple in uh, the off Orange there by RSC for 20-plus years, and we had a partnership with them to open up that pizza kitchen in there, so we sublease the space and have them operate it. And you have to do that because you can't personally sell food as a tap room. That is correct. Yeah. Oh, thank, I didn't know thank that. Thank you, Florida Law. Correct. Yeah. Which is why most Florida tap rooms usually have food trucks. Why do you think? And well, now you know. Oh, go ahead. So yeah, I mean, it's if you're a brew pub, you can do something similar to that with right. food, but we're an actual brewery. Yes. Um, so that's it, there's a lot of things associated with how much beer you actually produce and what you're actually classified as for your um, your, your license as well. Yeah, because a lot of the other microbreweries that we have in here, they they usually just have a, a food truck or something like that, or like the West Palm Beach one, they have. I think something similar to what you yeah, do. Yeah, and that's pretty like a- standard for the most part. Um, the challenge we had was in downtown Fort Pierce, you couldn't, they wouldn't allow food trucks within 100 feet of a, a restaurant. Oh, no. So we took it upon ourselves to you know, open up our own kitchen in partnership with the Van Duzers, and it's been great. I had a feeling oh, what a great that was idea. part of that, too. What's that? I had a feeling that was yeah. part of that with the whole downtown legislation and everything What's else. What's yeah. even more hysterical is three months after we opened the pizza kitchen, they lifted the ban on food trucks and let food trucks. Oh, jeez. <laughs> after you went through all... Yeah, but you know what? This is probably it, better anyway. It, it's great. I mean, we have a great partnership with, with the Van Duzers. They, they crank some great food, and it's consistent, and you know, it, it's really been a nice compliment to the tap room. That's great. Yeah. Why do you think, Dave, that... Do we have time? Oh, yeah, okay. We got time. Why do you think, Dave, that... And this is something we've spoken to Kevin at Barrel of Monks about and, mm-hmm. and a couple of other breweries. Why do you think that Florida was so far behind the rest of the country with the with the micro uh, brewery thing that that was bursting around the rest of the country? And for some reason, now it's hot here. I mean, yeah. five years ago, everybody was was doing this in other parts of the country. Well, I think a you know, part of it is that Florida is such a transient state for the most part. Has right. a lot to do with it. Um, you know, the laws that are in place in the state of Florida were really driven by wholesalers. Um, you know, the, some of the uh, recent changes that have occurred over the past five years with changes of the growler laws, you know, really been caveats and um, um, uh, stimulated more and more of these brew pubs starting to pop up for the ability to do growlers and those types of things, which is really important for this livelihood of a brew pub. Right. Okay. Uh, so that was a big driver. You're really just getting over a lot of the laws that, you know, some of the guys that, you know, it's, you look at craft beer in the state of Florida from, you know, uh, the early 90s to what it is to, you call it 2012, and there was 40-plus breweries in the States mm-hmm. in that time span. We're the 42nd to open up. Okay. Um, and from that period to now, there's almost 375 breweries in the state, either in application process or approved. Wow, I did so not know it was that exponential much. Exponential growth. Yeah. But again... The driver behind that were some of the recent changes to the state laws associated mm-hmm. with what you're allowed to do at brew pubs and those types of things, too. And then um, I think a lot of it, too, is the um, uh, once the momentum got started and the concept of you know the local brew pub, the local brewery is right. really the main driver with that. And I think you know as you move forward, you're seeing a lot more of these breweries that open up are going to, the more of the focus to the downtown 
uh, local brew pub, you know, where you have your local brewery you go to every, you know. I, I miss it. I mean, yeah. I, we, where we are, we I guess we have one in West Palm now, but there's not there's not a Wellington brewery, no. you know. Now that now that I live out west, but when I lived on Long Island, they were everywhere. I mean, there was South Bay, there was oh, yeah. uh, Montauk. No. We love those guys at Montauk; they're awesome. Blue oh, yeah. Point when it was before it became what it is now, but Blue Point, Point they the were great side. guys. They they used to bring us growlers. I worked at a baseball team. They used to bring us growlers of stuff they were just messing around with. Yeah. I had probably what was one of the first runs of their blueberry. Before oh, wow. they before they became big, they were like, "Hey, check this out!" And I was like, "Blueberry, that's going to be disgusting." <laughs> but it was actually pretty good. But that's that's cool. So we're going to taste some beer, right? Yes, sir. We, we, what what should we start with? So um, I brought uh, three of our cores, which are the you know, the main beers you'll find out in distribution in South Florida, whether on draft or on package. Mm-hmm. And then I brought a couple of our seasonal uh, beers that we have in rotation that you can get out in the market. And then I brought some of our taproom only release beers that we can just for the taproom mm-hmm. uh, to tap you know, do small, small batch, you know, 30, 40 case runs. Oh, cool. Taproom. So, yeah. And now you guys have also just started a packaged six piece. Uh, tw- uh, variety pack. Yeah. The variety pack. Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. So we just started doing a variety pack as well too, a 12 pack. So it has our three cores in it. And then it has our, um, an additional IPA called, uh, instead of Fort Pierce, it's Port Fierce. <laughs> so it's a more of a East Coast style IPA versus Sunrise City, which is more of a West Coast. Style after IPA. after a few beers, I'm sure that one is a little bit hard to port fierce. We just pier- east, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, no, the the packaging's great on it. it it's and it's a, it's a killer, you know, primarily citra uh, hop based uh, IPA, and really kind of complements that twelve pack. So excellent, which Very I good. think pretty much they're at right now they're at all total wines currently the 12 pack oh. variety packs okay yes sir make sure you find a total wine near you where you can find a great sailfish variety pack <laughs> if you're in florida <laughs> if you're in florida <laughs> unfortunately not out of the state of florida yet so those of you out of the state of florida come to florida it's now all over the state of florida so yes uh we're going to crack some cans of beer okay. and enjoy some sailfish when we come back from this break feel free get started yeah we can start it get get started we'll get started during the break and everybody can uh just watch as we sit here during the break (laughs) enjoying beer not talking about it and that's what's going to happen uh more with david and we'll see this week of belongs in the cigar and sin asylum keep it lit you're listening to kma talk radio follow us on facebook and twitter we're on instagram too yes it's mandatory hey kimasabi dan blunt here for alec bradley cigars Do you really want to hear another cigar ad that talks about wrappers and fillers and binders and aging and ratings? Blah, blah, blah. Tell you what, pick up an Alec Bradley cigar. Smoke it. Enjoy it. Spend an hour with it and you'll be one happy camper. That's all you need to know. We'll talk to you again real soon. Toscano cigars have been pleasing the palates of cigar enthusiasts for centuries. What began as an accident is now a unique and delicious smoking experience passed down through generations. Whether you're a full-bodied cigar lover who appreciates the power of our Toscano original, hand-rolled in our factory of Lucha, or someone who prefers a light, smooth cigar in our Toscano Classico, you become part of a Toscano experience. A unique smoke with 200 years of history and tradition. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, 
is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Serie V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. A brand more than 100 years in the making, Particulares was established in Havana, Cuba in 1895, operating as an elite factory that would later introduce the world to classic brands such as Byron, Particulares, and even Monte Cristo. Now, Sindicato Cigars is proud to bring this historic brand back to life, partnering with the legendary Topsa factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, to reimagine this Cuban classic as a modern-day Nicaraguan puro. Transport yourself to a bygone era of Cuban nostalgia with Particulares by Sindicato. For more information, visit syndicato.com. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. To Affinity and beyond, that is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Colin is on point today, man. Well done, Colin. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. I'm Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, Paul, the producer. I have a, a cup in my hand. I see Abe's missing out. He doesn't have the iHeartRadio cups. I found these today. If anybody from iHeartRadio is paying attention, I swear I'll replace these. Maybe not. No, no, probably won't. You've got a million of them. You're a big corporation. <laughs> you can handle it. Uh, anyway, Michael Capellini is still sitting in with us from Scottish Cigars. Michael, you're uh, happy you're here. <laughs> tell you what, this is the best face. time to have this segment. I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> He's hanging out in Florida when I think it's it's probably raining up by you, too. No, I know today we've actually had beautiful weather. Oh, it's finally. nice up there. There's no tornadoes okay. or hard rain. Today, yeah, seriously. So we're, we're good. <laughs> well, that calls for a beer. <laughs> Absolutely. And it does. And, of course, David from Selfish Brewing Company is here. David, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks so, absolutely. So, and, Dave, uh, what are we drinking? All right. So, this is our um, this is White Marlin. This is our Belgian Wit. Um, start off as really our initial flagship when we launched the brewery. Uh, traditional to style, to style Belgian wit, coriander. Um, we had a little white pepper, uh, spice notes to it, arch twist on it. And um, every batch we do, we put about uh, 50 pounds of Florida oranges in each batch. So we're fortunate enough to have Natalie's Juice Company across the street from us. 
Uh, it's pretty comical to watch us go over there and actually collect these spent gur- you know, the, the, the spent rinds after they're squeezed because they don't stop the operation. They just keep the conveyors rolling and, and oh my the, god, the oranges off there. So, so what did you put boxes underneath? We're pretty just- much running around with our little like dolly and trying to catch, catch everything <laughs> as it comes. So, um, we obviously need to find a different solution as we grow uh, and become more and more. It's just you know it's not a sustainable practice. Interns. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, but our biggest thing is is using local Florida products and everything we do. That's uh, we great. source everything locally. We make our own purees on site. We don't ship anything in. So we buy things during season, freeze it on site, and then we actually uh, have an immersion blender. We'll pu- make the purees on site uh, so we'd have those different access to different fruits and and, and, and um, uh, Florida products throughout the year. So. It is a very a very strong scented beer, I should say. And, yeah. and, it, and I mean, it's delicious. But the, it's like like many Belgian uh, Belgian type beers, it doesn't. The, the smell doesn't pay tribute to the taste. Correct. Yeah. At all. When, we, when we've when we had triples and quads here, they, they almost smell gross, to be honest, and they taste delicious. You take that back. <laughs> Sorry. You, you rinse out your dirty mouth. But some of them don't. That is you a, guys make a triple, too, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's called Hammer Down. Okay. So uh, mm. it's one of the first beers we started doing, and uh, I remember bringing it to Jupiter Beer Fest, God, like six years ago. And um, it was at that time, it was like 10.5%. And uh, you know, we ha- hammer down was like you know when you're on the boat you throw the hammer the throttle down yeah. the yeah. hammer down, and uh, we call it a hammer down. We'll put you face down because it's, <laughs> <laughs> I had I had one like that last night. I had two beers before we went into the movie because we had a babysitter. I was all excited. It was the first time we had somebody other than our family watch the the baby, and I had two of them. Top you up. Halfway yeah. through the yeah. movie, I was like getting close to sleeping. Well, that's because you're a lightweight. Paul. Oh come on, man. <laughs> yep. you're a lightweight. So the next one I'm passing around is um, is our Tag and Release Amber. So this is a uh, oh tri- this I've actually had before. Yeah, Amber Ale. Um, you know, just real crisp finish. You know, so the malt dip bill we do on that, um, you still get that kind of amberish brownish hue to it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I always use the analogy of wanting to scrape the back of your tongue sometimes after a few beers. It, it doesn't linger. It's crisp. It finishes nicely. Um, there's not a lot of locally brewed Florida ambers. Yeah. So uh, it's very popular. Um, you know throughout south florida why is that why why aren't there a lot of uh it's just not a very popular beer style it's not it's not it's not flashy it's not an ipa it's not a double ipa it's not a a a belgian triple you know it's an amber Mm -hmm. but a good sessionable amber is what you sit down have three of those and you know it's 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 not a flashy beer this can be found elsewhere too right it's a drinkable day it's a drinkable day beer yeah correct yeah so i mean again you know um package wise you know Publix is total wines abc's um and then on draft at many locations as well too. Oh yes. I, now, I'm not a beer drinker at all, and I'm I'm enjoying this thoroughly. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't drink beer very often. It's a very it's a very crisp, clean, refreshing amber. Correct. That is you know just a very enjoyable, drinkable beer. Yes. People underrate the ambers is the bigger problem that there is. Name yeah. the hop stream. Hmm? Name the stream of hops. The string of hops. Stream. stream. Don't stream. you? Don't don't you always know what kind of hops are uh, in these things? Well, basically, like I can tell you, the, the malt bill it starts out with a two row. It's a two row malt bill uh, for starters. You know this, or yeah. this is oh, you're pretty already standard. Knew this I mean, two row is a standard malt bill for most yeah. uh, most uh, beers. Yeah, yeah. Were you impressed? So Adam forgot to bring his uh, the Brewmeister's what was it called Brewmeister's Private Reserve that yeah. um, Dave and his company uh, actually produced for with Adam. Yeah, yeah, for the shops. Brewed, yep. And 
were you surprised at his knowledge as as kind of? I mean, he was an amateur brewer. He did it at his home, but no, extremely knowledgeable. I mean, when Adam and I first sat down with Brett and Nick, uh, was at your shop down yep. in Boynton, and uh, just had a very in depth conversation about everything in general with beer. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Adam's knowledge is extremely impressive. Um, did it bother you at all that he drinks most of his beer at the bar at Whole Foods? <laughs> <laughs> They've got a great selection. <laughs> Whole Foods does have a great selection of beer, so I can't can't discount that. See, thank you. Uh, we actually just get into Whole Foods too, so we're happy about that. Hey, well. Oh, that's great. That's yes, a big sir. that's yeah. a big deal. So the the third one you're passing mm-hmm. seeing right there is um, it's IPA. It's called Sunrise City IPA, named mm-hmm. after actually downtown Fort Pierce, nicknamed the Sunrise City. Uh, so West Coast style IPA, strong hot bill of um, uh, Amarillo Mosaic in that, a little bit of Cascade. Uh, again, just. Ooh. The aroma on this just uh, really just overwhelms you. Just you know, do a nice inhale as you, you actually drink that beer. It's really got a great uh, aroma to it. Now, right. is that that's that's hops that's hops that I'm smelling? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because very to me, I would correct. call this very hoppy smelling. At least it I is. haven't and tasted it. And yet. That's yeah. that's the the point of that is just you know, it's a West Coast style. It's it's really focused on the the um, the aroma. It smells delicious. It, yeah, it really correct. does. Like and you, this is, and you, you'll notice that part of that big smell you get in there is a very earthy kind of pine. grassy piney. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Basically, that's a lot of that cascade coming out of that. That is correct. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, this one it's seven percent. But this is again a three of these, a couple of slices of pizza before you know it. Oh, I mean, yeah. You have a little buzz going on because it's just it's easy drinking. And again, that's sounds with like all a fun of, Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what Adam's going to do today. I have to watch the baby, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with, with all the beers, you know, our focus was really to make them as crisp finishing as possible. So, you know, so we're in Florida. You know, we want you to have multiple of these just to enjoy them, not have them be too overwhelming, too heavy. Right, because walking um, to the mailbox, you have to change your shirt because you sweat so correct. much. I mean, so, it's just summer's upon us right now. You stand outside for five minutes, you're covered in sweat. So. It is it is warm. I, I'll tell you what, though. I was in Orlando last week, and it, it is absolutely true that – it at any given time is at least five degrees warmer there. Plus, there's no sea breeze. Mm-hmm. It's different living down here. No, it's like the hottest place in Florida, yeah. right? <laughs> and in this on this coast. But when I first moved here, I was worried about summers. And and uh, our mutual friend EJ that I yeah. work with at my at my regular job, he he said to me, "Have you did you work in Manhattan during the summer and take the subway in a suit?" I said, "Yeah, every every day." He said, "Okay, well think about standing in Manhattan in the subway." Hundred degrees out, it's a hun- at least a hundred degrees in the subway, and there's no breeze down there. He said that's <laughs> Central Florida. Yeah, here it's like standing outside in Manhattan in a, in a full suit. You know, you get a breeze. Breeze, and, correct. Yep. But I, I think I've worn a suit three times since I've lived here in five years. It's so weird. I was a suit guy. Nobody wears yeah, them Florida anymore. Florida suits are pretty much uh, tie, no jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rolled up. But I, but I have to say, getting back on topic and oh, sorry, Paul. <laughs> about show. I'm sorry. I'm already I'm already catching a buzz, and I would hey. Second one in. Keep that on the way. So. Just, just wait. Just wait. I have to, We're I, getting to the heavy hitter stuff right now. Mm, so. I have to say, like the great thing about the core lines is your core lines have the same vein to them. And I know every time I'm having one, I know I'm having a sailfish beer. I appreciate that. Consistency has yeah. been huge for us. Um, you know, we it has a personality. Yeah. We we installed our. Uh, it all starts with water, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a big thing with Florida. You can't just go pour water from the tap to brew beer. So no. we installed our reverse osmosis system three years ago. And is it the same that, one that Brooklyn Water Bagel uses? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no. It's um, it, yeah. The water the water is key to it. So starting with something pure. So the RO system strips the water down, everything out of it, and then what we do is build back the water. For the specific style of beer from that so region. So you add minerals or? Minerals or, or um, different um, 
enzymes. Uh, uh, yeah, enzyme yeah. salts. Oh, wow. Things, yeah. um, sorry, thanks. For, yep. well, See, I just drink the stuff, but I, it's... <laughs> That's that's fascinating to know. We've never talked about that before. Yeah, how, water, I mean, I guess it makes uh, sense how yeah, important the water majority is. of what beer is, and it's you know it's yeah. at the starting point of that is the, is the key because you can get so many different off flavors from just any kind of water source. So right, stripping it down to nothing and building it back for that specific region, whether it's an ale or, or wit, which are pretty much our two basic uh, strains there for the most part, um, is extremely important of starting off. So, getting that start off point is you, you you've already got to the 10 yard line at that point because you've got that that far so that from that standpoint as long as you follow a standard operating procedure um during the brewing process you're going to maintain consistency and one of the things that we did last year when we started going to more package uh, with our beer was i built a quality control app mm -hmm. so very few breweries in the state of florida have a quality control app uh, but for me it was one of those proactive things of i don't want to wait for something to occur out in the market and then react to it and put a Q qhc right. lab right. in. We're trying to be practical with that because the biggest thing when the beer leaves, especially in cans, you can't control what happens to it. It can be set up in the sun. It can be on a loading dock for a week. Right. You know? So our biggest thing is trying to mitigate any potential um, uh, things that would occur once the beer does actually leave the facility from a recall standpoint or going bad or you know, those types of things. Mm -hmm. So ever since we have we did that in conjunction with rolling out a package and you know we've had zero issues in the market. Okay. With our beers. So. I know you guys have been making a big canning push now. Now, how much canning are you actually doing versus kegging? Uh, so the ratio still kind of remains 60-40 right now, 60% mm -hmm. draft, 40% uh, package. And, and that's kind of where I honestly want it to be uh, just because it's very important for us to maintain as many uh, draft handles out there as possible, in my opinion. And the package is a supplement to that to you know be able to go um, – you know, pick it up at different locations, whether it's a Publix or a Total Wine or ABC stores or those types of things. So, you know, 60, 40, 50, 50, you're going to sit. Um, we're canning probably three to four days a week right now. And my whole philosophy is can more often, but less smaller runs. So it maintains a, um, a, a fresher beer out there so we don't have a, a huge stock of inventory. We pretty much more can on demand for the most part to make sure the beer is fresh as possible out there. So I love it. You know, our biggest thing is, you know, the IPA has a 60 uh, day shelf life. Everything else is 120 days. So when I walk into the store, on average, I'm seeing beer on the shelf 30 days, which mm -hmm. is extremely impressive. Yeah, that's great. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of a long winded explanation for all What that. do we have yeah. next? No. no. All right. So, <laughs> no, not at all. Yes, sir, may I have another? So, this is, uh, this is Don't Poke the Bear. <laughs> Adam says that to me all the time about <laughs> Abe. Yeah. Don't wow. poke the bear. So this is our quarter one of our quarter releases. So this year we did a quarter release schedule to have different uh, specialty beers come out. So this okay. is actually available out right now on. This drafts. is only available at the at the brewery, or uh, no? This is available in Total Wines and on draft at different locations. Okay, so you can pick up four packs of the sixteen ounces at Total Wine. Well, why didn't my salesman tell me that yesterday when I was ordering? <laughs> oh, somebody getting somebody in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> going to be a little you, upset about that your cans are are very unique too they they kind of have like a a different look than they don't look like a can of beer it almost looks like a little bit of a piece of artwork and that's the thing is that for all the stuff we do in the tap room um for the next three we're going to taste including this one it's a chance for us to show off sh you know show off our artistic side of it as well too in addition to the beer but the, also the graphical side uh, of it it's great well. graphic design it yeah, really is so it's really it, it catches you uh catches your eye and it's just really um unique to the actual style what we're talking about so this is back to the beer uh imperial blonde that we treat with florida honey mm -hmm. so hence don't put the, the honeycomb yep. on there yeah okay. correct so we actually you get hit a honey too the second you smell it no and this is again it's an eight percent beer but this thing i'm telling you you can pound these things and not know thank you sir may i have another yeah. <laughs>
Mm, and you can tell that's a blonde ale with just that light Christmas, but it's a little bit more potent because a blonde ale is usually a more sessionable, low alcohol volume. Yep. Ooh. But it's in the front end. You can tell that blonde ale is there, but then it's the back end that really comes in you with that fullness and that you can tell that it's got that eight percent there. Oh yeah. Mm. It's kind of like a like a. It's definitely more mellow than the than the the IPA uh, taste, well, but yeah. it's it's got that almost warming effect or like. A, I don't know. Why, I don't want to say warming, like cool, like soothing effect when you're drinking it. Okay. It's rounded. So, oh, well, no, yeah. Well, there good. is a good balance because it has a nice front to it, and there is a good piece on the back end of it as well. Because the back is definitely different from the front, and it's got that honey on the back end. And also, a little bit of the yeast characteristics coming through on the back end as well. It, yes, it lasts a little bit. Like mm-hmm. the, the, it lingers. The, that's for sure. Yeah, that's, it has a lot to do with that, the body of that beer. That's delicious. So the um, what's coming next? Do a, we do a treatment of this. Also, we call oh. don't poke the bees. <laughs> that we add blackberries and bee pollen to it. Ooh. Uh, almost t- comes off as a sour at that point. So where do you get the bee pollen from? <clears throat> uh, locally in, in Stewart, actually. Like from bee nests? Or no, it's... Like it's <laughs> beehives? <laughs> like you go out and you... No, they, they source it. They actually prepackage it up. And there's People a couple sell locations. pollen? Yes, sir. That's correct. You can go to that most... It's a, like kind of a... If you go to health food storage, you'll see it, health food storage, you'll see it quite a bit, too. You can buy anything these days, you huh? Certainly can. Well, that their internet's got a lot of fun stuff on it. <laughs> Adam's coming alive now. You notice? As so, soon as, as, soon as he gets a little this sip is of beer, one of our fun taproom releases. This is um, called "Cut My Life into Peaches." Okay. Uh, you can kind of read the lyric at the top there too. I, I, I read through funny. that. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, man, that is actually pretty spot <laughs> on. Right, let me let me read especially it, especially for a beer guy. Cut my life into peaches. This is my last clean wart. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Fermentation. Yeast eating, don't give a blank <laughs> about my gravity reading. So Papa Papa Roach, who was just in Sunfest down here. Yeah. So again, that's all from our guys in the back. I mean, it's um, I am definitely the least creative out of the entire group. Um, uh, I get excited when they like, actually, you know, I actually come up with a name that actually sticks and doesn't laughs at me anymore. But like, this is a great group in the back there, and, and Adams met most of those guys, mm-hmm. Dave and Austin, and oh yeah, and Huck, and um, you know, the creative side of that is just extremely impressive. And sounds again, like this they is were 100 them. Sounds oh, like they were drinking people. a lot of beer and just like, oh my god, dude, let's. And that happens peaches. quite a bit. Most of our ideas come <laughs> come about either we're testing something in the back of the brewery or in the tap room. But so this is an Imperial Berliner, uh, which is kind of a sour base. Uh, that we treat with peaches. So you should have been there for the day we actually get these truckloads of fruit that come in and have to cut it all up. You uh, cut it by hand? Yes, sir. Cut it up. <laughs> and we usually wow. freeze most everything, and then we, we make our own purees. So what, everybody, uh, so every, all hands all right. on deck, everybody goes and... Everybody gets oh, a knife sorry, we gotta, and let's go. we got to pay <laughs> yeah. the bills here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got a little long. We're going to come back. We're going to have more with Dave. We'll see Belong to the Cigar in St. Asylum. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too! Yes, it's mandatory. Recognized and respected throughout the cigar industry, Eric Espinoza and his La Zona factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, are committed to creating cigars of superior quality with the perfect combinations of flavor and strength for every palate. So whether it's the 93-rated La Ranja Reserva, the 92-rated 601s, the Murcielago, or the Espinoza Habano, Crema, or Especial, Espinoza Premium Cigars has the right cigar for you. The next time you're ready for a truly unique cigar experience, ask for Espinoza Cigars. 
A brand more than 100 years in the making, Particulares was established in Havana, Cuba in 1895, operating as an elite factory that would later introduce the world to classic brands such as Byron, Particulares, and even Monte Cristo. Now, Sindicato Cigars is proud to bring this historic brand back to life, partnering with the legendary Topsa factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, to reimagine this Cuban classic as a modern-day Nicaraguan puro. Transport yourself to a bygone era of Cuban nostalgia with Particulares by Sindicato. For more information, visit syndicato.com. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? It's your funeral. That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. What do you mean? Wow, tough crowd. Here, try this recluse cigar. You're going to need all the help you can get. Don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Recluse. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. I think you should stick with that recluse cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game. And I know a little something about games. Boom. Ooh, that's cold. Mike Bellady has collaborated with industry legends Don Pepin Garcia, Manuel Quesada, and Ernesto Perez Carrillo to make some of the industry's most highly touted cigars. Through his company, MLB Cigars, Mike brings you four incredible and unique blends. Imperia, Imperia Islero, Imperia Aventador, and the David P. Ehrlich Tremont. MLB Cigars are made with the best minds in the industry. Visit us at MLBCigarVentures.com and follow us on social media. Imperia and David P. Ehrlich Cigars. Developed by legends, smoked by connoisseurs. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella Cigars. Lights, camera, action. Real Clips Barbershop brings you all that is good about old-school barbershops in a new cinematic-themed environment. Whether you need a traditional cut, fade, blowout, or even a straight razor hot towel shave, our master barbers will get you right. All while enjoying iconic scenes from some of your favorite movies. Right from our video screens built into the mirrors. Visit RealClipsBarbershop.com. That's real, R-E-E-L, ClipsBarbershop.com for a location near you or to make an appointment. After one visit, we know you'll be back. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way, taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen, they happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per the person's taken care of. The insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Baker and Zimmerman, defending the injured. 800-866-LAWS. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Well, welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live. I'm Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, Paul, the producer. Hey, hey, hey. 
And of course, David from Sailfish Brewing is here. David, thanks for being here, buddy. Hey, thanks again. I, I wanna, love it when people bring beer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm actually on a diet again. What? Because I, yeah, I got to lose weight and stuff. Well, but, you are getting a little chunky. Thanks. That's nice of you to say. But let me tell you something. These are good beers because I feel, I mean, I'm not, listen, drunk we're all fine. Again. I'm not drunk. <laughs> I just feel Yet. a little little light buzz going on. I feel great. I mean, it's it's a beautiful thing. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love a good sour in the morning. So what do we what do we have next? Here, All right. Dave? So the last one I brought is um, Hop Chowda, which is our take on a New England style IPA. Era Chowda, you got this on there. Is this uh, first hold on, spot? let me see if I can get it. <laughs> you got to get the Chowda. I got to get it. Get the oh, Chowda. Hold on, hold on. There we go. Chowda. Chowda. The right way to say it. Say Chowda. Say Chowda. So we're definitely late to the game on the New England IPA craze, but um, you yeah, know we're kind of pry ourselves with smart asses sometimes so we which is one of those crazy things because it just came out of nowhere and all of a sudden it's like it's everybody's talking about it everybody's doing it everybody wants them and everybody yeah. wants this ipa i can't see through they want the cloudy mm-hmm. throw out the filter yep i mean so what what is the yeah what are the characteristics of a new england ipa yeah i mean it really is it's the, the hops are the big mm-hmm. part of that and like adam said the unfiltering part of it as well too and you know um that's it's a big part of the, that what makes those beers what they are and um, it's the IPA. It's the non-IPA drinkers IPA. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, that is a good way to put it too. Why? Because it's not as bitter. Correct. It, it doesn't have. Correct. Yeah, it doesn't have that high IBU level that you get from a lot but, of IPAs. Okay. What does this, IBU mean? But so I don't know what that means. The, Internet's bitter. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Expert. <laughs> brewer. I'm sorry. What was the question? What What does IBU mean? He yeah, said it's IBU. The international bittering units. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry, but I'm <laughs> sorry. outnumbered. I'm outnumbered here by all these uh, guys that know what we're talking about. So it smells like an IPA. Just, just yeah. Smelling it. So the big thing with this is the the. Um, I mean, this is going to be the double the hot bill of your standard IPA. So the shelf life in these style of beers is not very long as well, too. But you want to drink these as fresh as possible because the whole component of an IPA is the fresher it is, the better it is because of the hops involved. So the hops will eventually go bad. They'll stale. Okay. Those types of things. So these beers, again, shelf life wise. You know, beyond ninety days, you're not going to want to get too close to one of these. Wow, that's delicious. Mm-hmm. It is, and uh, it is a lot lighter and crisper than I was anticipating. Yeah. It's yeah, it's nice. light crisp. So this is our third rendition of that style. So we keep the same label every time we do it. We just try different renditions of our take on a New England style IPA. And you know, biggest thing you don't see a lot of this style of beer in distribution package wise is because of the fact. That it just shelf life is very short, so this is more of a tap room style beer, mm-hmm. where the uh, the brewers can really focus on the you know, create, creative side of just adding different hop bills to different things. And for this thing, you're not going to use your standard hops either, like a Cascade or something like that, or Centennial. You want to really hop it up with you know things that are hard to get, like a lot of um, uh, South Pacific um, uh, hops, whether it's uh, Nelson Savon or, or uh, Galaxy or this, the different type. So is that difficult for you to, to come across those? It is. I mean, it, the the hops market is 100% a commodity market, so it's all supply and demand. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, different hops will evolve, and then they'll get names and get popular. But you It know, sounds these, like so, marijuana so strands, to it, be honest. Like, some of the names it, are the, like... The basics kind of... It, it's from, not too far off, I wonder. Yeah, not too far off yeah. at all, so... <laughs> Um, Southern Hemisphere hops are really hard to get as well, too. Uh, a lot of that's based on the soil and just the different um, uh, regions those are grown in. You know, mm-hmm. New Zealand, Australia really produce some fantastic hops. But, again, it just goes back to uh, supply and demand. You can only produce so much, and, you know, the the price of those are usually sometimes double, if not triple, your standard, you know, wow. easier access, Centennial, Cascade, 
uh, Columbus style of hops that are pretty much easy to replicate whether you know wherever you're at. Mm-hmm. Have you tried to wet hop this? Uh, we have not. Okay. What the hell does that mean? That so, mean okay. Go ahead. Yeah, please, <laughs> let, yeah please. let the professional. Let the professional. Yeah. So we we did that with our Sunrise City IPA. Right. How did um, that turn out? Uh, fantastic. So we uh, we're the hub for um, first access to Florida grown hops, uh, wow. which are actually done in in the Treasure Coast mm-hmm. area. With uh, the UF has an IFAS facility out there, and uh, anyway, so we're the, we're the hub for first access to Florida. The first some of the first Florida grown hops. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we Adam, plucked, are you watching time? Yeah, I am. Uh, okay. Uh, unfortunately, I love where this is going, <laughs> but we I was watching time. the time, but I asked a question that I really want to get the answer to. Unfortunately, <laughs> those of you on Facebook and in the terrestrial world are not actually going to get to see it. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, next week, we will be off. It's the best of KMA Talk Radio. Until then, as always, keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. We've got some exciting things coming soon to our favorite gentlemen's club, the world-famous Spearmint Rhino in West Palm Beach. Join them on June 14th for their 14th anniversary and glow party. There will be an open bar from 8 p.m. until 10 p.m., and they're raffling off a free bar tab and a black card membership. Rum Shack is now at Rhino and brought in an incredible new menu. As always, they have a one-pound New York strip special for just $14.95 every day until 10 p.m. Whether lunchtime or late night, they'll be sure to keep you entertained. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sangro Maduro. Keep it lit with KMA Talk Radio.